What up, what up, what up? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Asbrock's Bengals Thoughts brought to you by Impact Sports Cincinnati. My name is, of course, Chris Asbrock. And boy, does it feel good to be back here recapping a Bengals victory. The Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, came away with a huge 31-20 victory over the Tennessee Titans today to improve the 2-5-1 on the season while Tennessee falls to 5-2. Huge win for the Cincinnati Bengals today in a game that they had to win going into the bye week. This was one that, you know, you look at, you look at the way the season's gone and this, you go from last week where this team was, uh, I mean, it was the highest of highs to the lowest of lows that we have seen so far this season. And I tell you what, I mean, it was, you know, this is exactly what we want to see as Bengals fans. This is the football team we were wanting to see all along. Plain and simple, this Bengals team, they went out and they got the job done. They closed the game out when it mattered most. They got it done against a team that coming in was 5-1, and one, a good Tennessee Titans football team. Plain and simple, a good Tennessee Titans football team. And the Bengals got the job done and got the win. And that was, that, that's just what the doctor ordered. And you kind of wonder, with all the crap that had gone on this week with Carlos Dunlap, and even last week, uh, you know, I had talked about it on, on last week's episode. You know, Carlos Dunlap was, he was, he had become a royal pain in the ass. And they were finally able to, to get him dealt. And they, you know, sometimes dealing a player like that, and with Carlos Dunlap and his situation, I didn't get a chance to really touch on everything, um, you know, in the last episode. But, you know, when you look at Carlos Dunlap, you see, you know, for all the good that he did for this team, you know, there was a lot of good that he did, plain and simple. He did a lot here for this for this club, and, or for this, you know, for the club and the organization. He did a lot. Plain and simple, he did a lot of good, but there was also a lot of negativity towards the end, and that's where, you know, that's what you don't want to see. A player like that, he's going to finish one sack, one sack behind the, you know, the the all-time leader in the organization for for sacks. A stat that he could have gone, you know, gone away, being the all-time leader in sacks here for the Cincinnati Bengals. He chose not to do that. He chose to take the the negative way and the non-professional way out. Uh, he got his wish. Always remember, Carlos, grass isn't always greener on the other side. So that's something to, rem- uh, to remember. Obviously, you could care less what I think, but still, um, you know, the Bengals made that move earlier this week and, you know, with the Seattle Seahawks. So you're kind of wondering, okay, how are the Bengals going to go into this game? You're still without Joe Mixon. All five of your offensive linemen were hurt. So the five offensive linemen you had to start the season in game one, none of them are active in this game. So you had five brand new offensive linemen in this game, and you're kind of wondering, okay, you know, what are we going to be looking at? And, you know, it turned out to be, you know, it, it turned out to be, you know, to be good. I mean, you had... Johnson, Redmond, Bryce, uh, Bryce, let's try that again. Wow. Uh, Johnson, Fred Johnson was the right outside tackle. Alex Redmond, right guard. Uh, Billy Price, 
Uh, you had Calhoun and you had Adenajai on the left side there for the Bengals' offensive line. And, you know, Joe Burrow has come in, and Joe Burrow has looked nothing short of fantastic. And I'm going to say 98% of the games that we've seen so far from the, you know, from the, the rookie. And, and the Bengals, you know, they're, you know, you look at, you look at how this game played out and it was kind of, you know, you're wondering, you're, you're waiting for it to, to come undone. And, and that was the, that's the part of being a Bengals fan that I guess you can say is pretty typical. Um, but you know, overall you look at, you look at the statistics. I mean, like I said, you had no, no Joe Mixon in this game and, you know, so not having Mixon, uh, John Ross was inactive, Trey Hopkins, Bobby Hart, Jonah Williams. So those three right there, not three, I'm just kidding. Um, those six guys right there were, you know, those were key pieces, you know, in your, in your offense as you're moving forward. And, you know, so in steps Giovanni Bernard and Samaje Piran. Samaje Piran and Giovanni Bernard ran for a combined 94 yards on 25 combined attempts. Uh, 15 for 62 for Giovanni Bernard, and that was a touchdown run. Um, you had uh, Samaje Piran, 10 for 32. His longest was 16. Joe Burrow, he ran three times for nine yards. Tyler Boyd, two for nine. T. Higgins, two for six. So they were able to to kind of, I don't want to say spread the wealth, but between Bernard and Piran, they got the job done. Joe Burrow, 26 of 37, 249 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He did throw the one interception, but it was called back due to uh, the uh, pass interference call on Tennessee. So, you know, he was given, he was given an out there on that one and still got the job done. Joe Burrow ends with a, a quarterback rating of 106.7. Here's the key stat. No sacks. No sacks for Joe Burrow today. He was under pressure, as you would expect, but no sacks. That is key. He stayed upright, and that is what you want to see from your franchise quarterback. Again, 26 of 37, 249 yards passing. Quarterback rate of 106.7, two touchdowns. His longest pass was 24 yards, you know, and that was to uh, that was to T. Higgins. But you know, Auden Tate, man, have a game, my man. That is what I'm talking about. Auden Tate targeted seven times. He caught all seven, 65 yards. His longest was 15 yards. Uh, he averaged 9.3 yards per catch. T. Higgins targeted nine times, and he hauled in six of those. For 78 yards, he averaged 13. His longest was 24. Uh, Tyler Boyd and Giovanni Bernard, A.J. Green, Samaje Pirine, Stephen Carter, and Drew Sample were all targeted. Only Drew Sample uh, came away without a catch in this game. Um, again, just a great job by the Cincinnati Bengals to, you know, to move forward and, and continue to to put points on the board. The only quarter they did not put a point up on the board was in the third quarter but you know you look at it they were up three nothing after one they were up 17-7 after two after half and then still 17-7 into the uh 
at the end of the third quarter. So in the fourth quarter, you're up 17-7. The Bengals outscored the Titans 14-13. There you go. So the Bengals did a just a great job of finally getting over the hump and and closing out a game when it mattered most. That's what had to happen. And the Bengals did that. Finally, they got the job done. And, you know, and that's what you want to see. Kevin Huber, phenomenal job punting. He punted three times for 430 yards, an average of uh, 43.3 yards. Uh, his longest punt was 47. He had two of those inside the 20. I mean, just a great job by Kevin Huber, who, again, is still one of the best excuse me, one of the best punters in the league, he continues to show why. Um, Bengals did not have a turnover. And, you know, that's, you know, that's what you're, that's what you're wanting to see. You, you have to see, you know, that kind of stuff happen. And the Bengals, they were better statistically on third downs. They were 10 of 15, 67% compared to five of nine for the uh, Tennessee Titans who were 56%. But the Bengals did a better job on third down. They got the job done when they had, when they had to have it. You know, they they didn't turn the ball over via a kick. That's what you have to happen, and, and and win a football game. You know, Bengals had 27 total first downs. So did the Tennessee Titans. 12 of those for Tennessee were on the ground. The Bengals did get gashed again on the ground. Uh, something that they do have to shore up. Um, you know, Derrick Henry had 112 yards on the ground rushing uh, on 18 carries. It was an average of 6.2. Uh, McNichols, 4 for 49. Foreman, 5 of 37. Um, the Bengals did get gashed again on the ground, you know, and that's something, I guess, you have to expect that uh, with this defense right now at this point in time because they haven't proven that they can uh, stop the run when it matters most, and especially – um, the Titans came in with the with the top rushing attack in, in the NFL, and they showed why. Um, you know they were able to, you know they were able to come out and they um, 218 net yards rushing uh, for the Titans. Uh, they ran the ball 29 times. You know that's you know that's not too bad. You know you you know what you're going to expect uh, with Tennessee. They're going to come out and they're going to, you know they're going they're going to punish you on the ground and. Um, so just under half of those plays uh, were, were running, you know, were rushing attempts. Um, they had a total of 59 plays. And, you know, it was almost, it was almost an even 30-30 if they were able to, uh, to pull it off and have one more rushing play. Because Ryan Tannehill, uh, Tannehill I should say, uh, was 18 of 30 uh, for 233 yards. He was sacked the one time. Uh, there was a 10-yard loss. He did throw two touchdowns. Uh, he did throw one interception. That was the uh, interception right at the beginning uh, in, the, in the first quarter there uh, in the end zone uh, by Jesse Bates. He had a quarterback rating of 92.8. Ryan Tannehill had a pretty good game. He was flinging the ball down the field. Uh, he, he was targeting guys, uh, you know, at, at a pretty at a pretty good rate. And only six players were able to catch a ball. Uh, Davis had eight receptions. Brown had four. Uh, Ferkser with two, and same with Smith, uh, Raymond, and, and, and Blasting Game. Um, I don't know how to say the last name. I could be way off on that one. They each had one, but only six receivers were able to haul in a haul in a pass. Um, Humphreys, Pruitt, Henry, 
and McNichols were all targeted but did not come away with a catch. So Burrow was able to spread the ball out and get more of his receivers' catches, but uh, Tannehill did target more receivers uh, than what Burrow did today. But again, overall, it was a great, a great game here by the Cincinnati Bengals. It's something that you know you want to see uh, from this team. It was only, it was only a matter of time that something like this was going to, you know, go their way, and it was going to break and, and be positive. So. Uh, you know, you, you look, you know, on third down, like I said, the Bengals were 10 to 15. Both teams were one for one on uh, on fourth down. Uh, but total net yards, uh, the t- Tennessee Titans had 441 total net yards compared to 367 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, average, you know, average gain per offensive play, Tennessee had 7.4 on average compared to 5.3 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now that right there is something that the Bengals defense does have to shore up. Tighten that up, shrink that number down because you continue to go in a game like this, you're going to, you know, you're going to get punished. Luckily the Bengals defense stepped up when it mattered most and took care of business and got the job done. But, you know, it's not going to happen every game. Uh, But the Bengals were able to get the job done there and and they obviously they took advantage of it. you know, they did only hold Tennessee to two punts, uh, you know, throughout the game. While the Bengals, like I said, had three uh, net punting average of 42.3 for the Bengals compared to 26 yards for Tennessee. So, you know, that right there is a that's a that's a victory right there in the special teams for the, you know, for the Bengals there. Uh, extra points. It was two for three for the Bengals, four for four or two for three for the Titans, four for four for the Bengals. One for one on field goals, 0 for one uh, for the Titans. So there, you know, not only did the Bengals have the advantage in the punting game, they also had the advantage in the kicking game as well. You know, pun or pun returns and kick returns. Pun returns were nothing. Um, the Bengals had no; uh, they were not able to return the punts. Uh, but in, in kick returns, you know, the Bengals had four for 97 compared to two for 30 for Tennessee. So the Bengals, again, special teams dominated. Two of the three, I'm going to say two of the three, you know, units got the victory for the Bengals today because they outplayed the Tennessee Titans. Special teams got the job done in offensively. Granted, the Bengals, you know, the Bengals were able to take care of more, you know, they were able to take advantage of more opportunities than what Tennessee was. Uh, in this game, granted the Bengals did give up a, a a lot of yards, but they were able to give up the yards as the as you know as Tennessee drove the field. But the Bengals did a good job of not letting any more happen, you know. After that, so the Bengals did the I guess the bend but don't break type situation, and they got the job done. Again, sometimes that's all you need. Um, the Bengals, you know, two for uh, two for two. Uh, you know, in goal-to-go situations. They were four for five in the red zone, three for four for Tennessee in the red zone, and they were two for three uh, as well. Tennessee was in goal-to-go situations. Uh, Time of possession, the Bengals had over 11 minutes, you know, the advantage there. Um, 35 minutes and 55 or 57 seconds compared to 24 minutes and three seconds for the Tennessee Titans. So the Bengals 
forced Tennessee's defense to be on the field a lot longer, gave their defense a rest. That's what you want to see from this team, and they're finally getting it going and getting it done. You look at the ball possession and drive charts here, the Bengals had eight drives total today. Five of those ended in in points. Field goal on the first drive, and then they punted the second drive after it was a four-play drive, um, four plays, 12 yards, and, and it was out. Second quarter, they scored two touchdowns in the second quarter. The only drive they had in the third quarter, they punted, or that ended in the third quarter, I should say. Two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and then the, the punt right at the end that, you know, that was really just to waste the time, and that's all that was. And they did a great job. You know, the Bengals, you look at the time of possession, you know, the Bengals dominated the time of possession in the second and fourth quarters. So right before the end of the half and right before the end of the game. Ten minutes and six seconds compared to four minutes and 54 seconds in the second quarter for the Cincinnati Bengals. Ten minutes and 35 seconds of possession in the fourth quarter. Four minutes and 25 seconds for Tennessee in that quarter as well. Those are the two quarters right there that the Bengals won this football game in. They had to get the job done, and they did that. You know, you scored two touchdowns in the in the uh, second quarter, two more in the fourth quarter. Perfect. That's what you want to see, and the Bengals got the job done when it mattered. That's exactly what we want to see. That's exactly what this coaching staff has been, you know, clamoring for. But you look at you look at Tennessee's, you know, their first half was was brutal. Interception. Eight play drive, 61 yards that they went down, three first downs, and interception. And the next drive, you know, so you turn the ball over there, the Bengals go down, and you know, they go four plays, 12 yards, and punt. So you're up three nothing for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Tennessee, you know, you just get the interception. And you can't do anything with it. You have to punt. Tennessee goes right down the field. Eight plays, 43 yards. They miss a field goal. Bengals, okay, there we go. Now there's their chance to to get something going. They go nine plays, 40 yards, touchdown. You know, Tennessee gets the ball back. Ten plays, 60 yards. And, you know, well, it was a ten plays, 75 yards, but it was, you know, with the penalty. Uh, they did get a, a touchdown on that drive as well. So, therefore, you're looking at 10 to 7. Bengals get the ball back, go nine plays, 63 yards, answer it in five minutes and 32 seconds on that. You know, so they get the lead there. Now they're up 17 to 7, you know, moving forward. And it's like, okay, here we go. Now they, you don't want to give up any points to end the half. And the Bengals didn't do that. Six plays, 36 yards, they held them nothing. And then two punts for the Bengals or for Tennessee, I'm sorry, on two drives that, you know, when, uh, you know, really just went, you know, six plays and seven plays. One covered 54 yards, another with 34, and they forced them to punt twice. The Bengals end up in their drive, had to punt, um, you know, their first official drive of that, of, that, um, uh, of that quarter they had to punt. You know, two touchdowns apiece in the fourth quarter. That's what you, like, again, that is – that's how you win football games when it matters most the Bengals got the job done and that's you know you can't ask for much more than that uh Jesse Bates uh he was the man on defense again he had nine tackles um two assisted on so he had 11 combined tackles um Sims had six tackles Von Bell 
a total of five. Same with Jermaine Pratt and uh, Josh Bynes. Uh, Covington with four, uh, Xavier Williams with three, and Sean Williams with two. And the rest, there's a bunch of other guys uh, with two or one there. But, you know, the Bengals, you know, again, when it matters most, the Bengals got the job done. And that's, you know, that's what you have to see from this team. You look at the first quarter, the Bengals had 13 first downs in the first quarter. Two of those were via penalty. So they took advantage of situations where, Tennessee was giving them a first down. Okay, cool. Bengals ran 33 plays in the first uh, in the first half. I'm sorry. These are all half um, This is a half summary, not a quarter summary, so I apologize. Uh, Bengals ran 33 plays in the first half compared to 31 for Tennessee. Um, Bengals were 5 of 8 on third down in that half. And, again, they owned the time of possession, 17 minutes and 39 seconds and 12 minutes and 21 seconds. So, you know, Joe Burrow uh, threw for 125 yards in the first half. He was 14 of 24, or 14 of 21. His longest was 24. Um, Giovanni Bernard did have the touchdown run. Uh, Samaje Piran had the other touchdown um, on the ground. Uh, Derrick Henry had 58 yards rushing. Foreman and Tannehill each with 20 yards rushing. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, six completions for third, uh, six for 13 for 86 yards with a quarterback rating of 36.1. He did have the interception. Uh, so not a good first half uh, for Tennessee and, uh, and Ryan Tannehill. And yet they were still down 17-7. So the game was, you know, well within striking distance uh, for Mike Vrabel and, and, his, uh, and his team uh, in the second half. And the Bengals, and we've seen, you know, moving forward, this team – plays and coaches sometimes not to lose when you play and coach like that you're going to lose so you know as naturally as we flip over to the second half it's kind of you know you're wondering all right here we go are they going to are they going to lose are they going to lose this you know we saw how it worked out in you know and things like that you don't want to see um but the Bengals, you know they you know when it was sometimes when it matters most, they seem to, you know, sometimes they can't get out of their own way. And, you know, but the Bengals were able to, you know, they were able to, again, bend but don't break. And the, and that's, you know, in this game. And, and they forced um, Tennessee into uh, some rough situations. But, you know, the Bengals overall, their defense just has to continue to get better in shoring up some plays, plain and simple. Um, you know, in the 10 longest plays that Tennessee had in the game, six of those were for over 20, uh, 20 yards. Um, you know, Derrick Henry had two of those. Uh, rest of them were obviously passes. Um, yeah, the, the, you know, the six longest plays for Tennessee, 27-yard pass, a 26-yard pass, a 24-yard pass, a... Um, a 23-yard uh, run uh, by Derrick Henry, and that was in the second quarter. Um, and then a 23-yard pass, and then a 21-yard run by Derrick Henry as well. So those are the kind of plays that this Bengals team that you know you can't you can't have as a defense. You can't allow teams to you know you can't let them put together big chunk 
uh, chunk plays where they're just gashing you for yards. Again, six of those plays on defense were for over 20 yards, and two of those were runs. Simply cannot happen. And, you know, those are, you know, then you look at the on the flip side for the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals only had three plays today for over 20 yards. All three were passes. 22, um, two 24-yard passes to uh, one of them was to Higgins, the other one was to Boyd. Um, and then uh, Higgins got another 22-yarder. 20, uh, um, but the rest of that, they were all, you know, they were passes. There was only one run. It was a 16-yard run um, by Samaje Pirine um, off the left side there. But other than that, the Bengals, you know, they have to start getting those big chunk plays. You know, they have to start beating teams with those chunk plays. And luckily, they were able to do that today. However, they were outgained in a lot of those bigger, you know, in the, in the big uh, longest plays, I guess, statistic here um, for the Bengals. So, you know, they just they had to get it done. And, um, you know, they were able to uh, they were able to get it, you know, able to get it going. The Bengals led this game for 30 minutes and 45 seconds. 12 minutes and 27 seconds in the first half they had the lead compared to, you know, they tacked on another 18 minutes and 18 seconds um, in the second half where they had the possession. So, you know, when you have the ball um, for 30 minutes and 45 seconds where you have the lead, good things are going to come your way. Um, you know, Tennessee had time of possession for 20 minutes and 24 minutes and three seconds where they were trailing this game. Um, you know, the Bengals got the lead and never looked back. And that's what you have to do. You know, you come off of a, of a stinker of a game, you know, where you, you have the lead going into like the final, like final seconds, even minute of the game. And you allow a team to come by and, and beat you where the Bengals, again, they had seven total drives where they were leading the football game. Three in the first half, four in the second half. They got the job done. They were leading, like I said, from start to finish. Largest deficit was a 17-point um, deficit for you know Tennessee. So the Bengals had the largest lead of 17, uh, and that was in the second half. They did not allow Tennessee to get back in this game, and they put them away when it mattered. And that is what you want to see from this football team. Plain and simple. That's, you know... It, it, you know, it can be, it can be devastating sometimes to watch some of these drives to where you look at, I mean, this, oh my gosh, this clock's killing me here. Holy cow. Um, you guys are obviously used to it because it happens every time I do these videos here. Um, but you look at the, the two scoring drives for Tennessee where, you know, they went 75 yards in one of those, the they went and they in the fourth quarter, after the Bengals got the touchdown, in the fourth quarter to go up 24-7. Tennessee goes nine plays, 75 yards, and I mean, the, it took no time at all for that to happen. I mean, nine plays, 75 yards, and you, you know. Three minutes and, and, and 45 seconds had elapsed. And now it's like, holy cow, I mean, this is, you know, 
it, it, it baffles me. So the Bengals, you know, that change, it's 24-14 at that point in time. This is where it was, it was key drive territory. The Bengals are up 24-7. Tennessee goes right down the field in, in no time flat and scores a touchdown to bring it within 10. So you're thinking, okay, what are we going to do here? The Bengals go right down the field, seven plays, 44 yards. And it all started with a phenomenal uh, 49-yard um kickoff return by Brandon Wilson. I mean, that was a, I mean, that set the tone for this next drive. So the Bengals only had to go 44 yards. So they had the ball at the 44, Tennessee 44 yard line, three minutes and 50 seconds on a, you know, on a, on a pass on the six yard touchdown pass from Joe Burrow to Giovanni Bernard. Boom. There you go. That's what you want to see from this team. At that point, you're up 31-14. The lead's back to 17 again. And you're like, okay, now what are we going to do here? Let's see what, let's, what are we going to see here from this football team defensively? Well, that's when things kind of got a little sideways here. And Tennessee goes six plays, 75 yards, in a minute and 34. I mean, at that point, it's, you know, 9:04 had elapsed off the, the, the clock. So you're looking at the last two drives of this game here by Tennessee um, where they each went 75 yards, you know, one for nine, uh, nine plays that took two minutes and 35 seconds. The other one for six plays for 75 yards in a minute and 34. They get a touchdown. Uh, Today was a 12-yard touchdown pass from Tannehill to Davis. And, you know, it was a great, it was a beautiful catch. Um, you know, it was a shame because that drive should have ended in a turnover. Uh, there was the interception that it, it was tipped in the air. Von Bell came in, thought he intercepted it. It was, a, it was you know, they, they called it incomplete. Uh, it was upheld. Next pass, Von Bell intercepted it. And Carl Lawson was offsides. So, ends up, you give it right back to him. Next pass, 12-yard touchdown pass. And you're up. Uh, you're only up 31 to 20. Stephen Goskowski gives you the. It wasn't his fault. It was the, it was a bad snap, and you know it was. The snap basically just rolled along the ground, and um, you know Crawford all he can he can't he can't get the ball you know and hold it. He's got to get up. Goskowski it was just a it was a gong show. So they had to basically throw it. It was intercepted by Josh Bynes, who attempted to take it back, but was uh, but was tackled. Um, so, you know, at that point, you're up 31-20, and, you know, you've got some time to, to waste. And the Cincinnati Bengals did that. They were able to get the job done when it mattered most. And that's what was key in this game. And the Bengals did a great job of finally putting a team away when it mattered and the Cincinnati Bengals came away with a 31 to 20 victory over the Tennessee Titans in regular season week eight action at Paul Brown stadium. So that was, um, it's a good feeling right there. That's what was needed. And the Bengals got the job done. Finally, like I said, when it mattered most, they did it. They got the job done and congratulations to Zach Taylor and his staff for you know for getting the job done when it mattered because um you know i was i was riding his ass pretty hard um 
you know, I was riding the coaching staff pretty hard, but they got it done when it mattered most and good on them for doing that because, you know, in times like this, uh, you've got you've got a, a quarterback in Joe Burrow who flat out is a stud and you have to take advantage of these times as you know, as we move forward in this season. Um, and in his career, you don't want to waste any opportunities. And he's showing you why he's he was the number one overall pick. So um, the Cincinnati Bengals, they, they come away again with the victory. They improved to 2-5-1 and one on the season. And it's just a big, big game for the Cincinnati Bengals. Like I said, good on them for getting the victory when it mattered most. So Cincinnati Bengals improved, like I said, to 2-5-1 and one on the season as we head into the bye week. And then following that, they will go on the road and face the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field in two weeks. So with that being the case, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this latest episode. I truly appreciate your, uh, you know, your, your time that you've uh, taken to watch this and or listen to it on the, on the podcast page. Thank you guys. As always, make sure you check out the website, impactsportscincinnati.wordpress.com. It's impactsportscincinnati.wordpress.com. Follow me on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock and at ISCincy as well. As always, for your fitness needs, make sure you check out fnxfit.com. That is fnxfit.com. And use the promo code BDIESEL for 15% off your next purchase. That is promo code BDIESEL. And the B and D are both capitalized. So, Make sure you use that promo code BDiesel for 15% off your next purchase, as long as it is not a subscription item. So, as always, thank you guys so much, and I will be—I try that again. I will be back in two weeks for another episode of Asbrock Bengals Thoughts, where I will recap the Cincinnati Bengals as they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers from Heinz Field. So, with that being said, thank you guys so much, and everyone have a fantastic week and we will see you back here in a couple weeks take care everybody